Hello and welcome to episode 63 of the Vegan Business Tribe podcast with myself, David Pennell, the co-founder of Vegan Business Tribe. And if you have a vegan business or you're just thinking about starting one, then Vegan Business Tribe is here to support you and to inspire you, not just to build a vegan business, but to build a successful vegan business. And as always, I'm going to invite you to go beyond this podcast and come and join us over on veganbusinesstribe.com if you haven't already. Because this podcast, gosh, it's only something like 10% of what Vegan Business Tribe is all about. And I say every week that I want to help you build a successful vegan business, but there's only so much I can do by just talking at you every week. So if you head over to the website, you can also join our community of hundreds of other vegan business owners who are all supporting each other. You can come to our networking meetups. You can join our group business clinics on Zoom. You can study through our courses and our collections and get full access to all our content. But you'll also get to link up with other vegan business owners just like you who are on the same mission that you are. And you'll find all them in our community hub. But at the same time, the cost of being a member of Vegan Business Tribe, it's the equivalent to Netflix or the same that you would spend a month if you just bought a cup of coffee a week from your local coffee shop. And that funds all the work that we do at Vegan Business Tribe. It allows us to keep putting out this podcast every week. It allows us to keep championing the vegan business scene around the world and to help hundreds of other vegan businesses at the same time. So if you see your vegan business as your form of activism, just as we do, then don't just lurk around. (laughs) Come and sign up as a full member and then let's see how we can help you grow your business too. And it's that growth part that we're talking about today, because there are a lot of different routes to starting and growing a business. And some people just throw everything they have at it from day one. They go out and get funding. They hire a bunch of staff. And actually, that's how I launched one of my very early businesses, gosh, about 17 years ago. And day one, we had 10 staff turn up to our brand new offices with a lot of enthusiasm, but very little in the way of new customers. And we just burnt through our startup funds in just a few months. And that was a great learning experience of launching a business the hard way. And other people, they will start a new venture as a side business first, working a day job and then building up the new business on weekends and in their evenings. And again, this can be just as hard a way to launch a business because if you're not careful, it can end up turning into a very expensive hobby. But, and I'll be honest with you here, most businesses take at least two years until they get to the point where they can pay you a wage that you can live on. And unless you're in the very fortunate position of not needing to have an income at the moment, then those early years of your business, they're always going to be a balancing act between needing to have an income coming in from somewhere and being able to give enough of your time and focus to building that business. 
Sometimes people take this to the other extreme, though, and the amount of times that we've had a one-to-one with new Vegan Business Tribe members, and they've said, right, I've just quit my job. I've got about three months' worth of savings in the bank, so I need to make this new business work. That's why I'm here. And the first thing I say in response is, okay, so this is what you're going to do. Monday morning, you're going to call your old boss. You're going to apologize and then get your job back. And I think I blame programs like The Apprentice and Shark Tank and Dragon's Den for making people think that this is how business works. It is extremely rare that somebody will just start a business and it works as the plan that they drew up on paper. Usually what happens when you start a business is that you find success in a completely different place to where you thought you would. And that means that you need time. You need time to test. You need time to make mistakes and then learn from those mistakes before betting your house on the business. Because you should only ever put money into a business to scale up something that you've already proven works to make it work better. And what all this means is that when you start a business, you might need to provision a source of income for yourself and perhaps even a couple of years worth from somewhere else. Now, some people have got savings. Some people can live off the income of a partner. But for many, it means having a day job at the same time that you're building up your business. And there is no shame in doing that whatsoever. It's an important part of many people's entrepreneurial journeys. To give an example, Lisa recently interviewed Vegan Business Tribe member Guafu Tanzi through our monthly feature in Vegan Food and Living magazine. And Guafu decided to create her own vegan food delivery business during the first lockdown. So she put her Cameroon-inspired dishes on a takeaway platform called Get Vegan Grub. And she trialed delivering those dishes around Manchester. And they were all made in her home kitchen. And people just loved her food. She got absolutely amazing feedback. Now, at that point, she could have just quit her day job and gone full time into the food delivery business. But what a way to kill a fledgling business. Putting that amount of stress on your new business to have it have to deliver your full income while you're still working out what works and what doesn't, that just creates a really poor environment for growth. All the decisions you make, they're being dictated by short term financial pressures rather than long term growth. So, at the point where Guafu did realise that the business had a future, when she'd proven that people would pay good money for her food, she did actually quit her day job. But instead of putting her new business, which is called Guafu Vegan, under all that pressure to perform, she instead took a part-time job that paid just enough to cover all her monthly bills, with just a little bit of belt tightening and saying no a lot to social activities. And the reason that I like that that was her response is that Guafu went for a third option instead of just thinking in terms of all or nothing. She made some sacrifices. She freed up a whole lot of time that she needed to give the business to make it grow. But she didn't just quit her main source of income. 
And we've seen other vegan business tribe members do pretty much the same thing. Graphic designer Katie Wade set up her vegan graphic design business, Little Victories, in her spare time, and she started to pick up her own clients. But at that time, she was actually working as the company graphic designer inside a large commercial business. And when she got to that point where she was considering quitting the day job to concentrate on building her own business, the company actually proposed that instead of Katie just leaving, that they instead became one of her first customers. And this meant that she still had that foundation of regular work on which to launch her new business. But she also had the extra time but no longer being employed by the company gave her. And this is an arrangement that I've come to myself with employees in the past when they were looking to leave to set up and do their own thing. But I was keen to keep their skill sets and giving them just two or three days as a subcontractor. That was often better than losing them entirely. And those kind of arrangements had a lot of benefits to me as an employer, too. So it might be that if you're at the point where you're thinking about quitting the day job to focus 100% on your own business, that you look to see if there's that third option like Guafu and Katie took. Take a look at the job you're doing at the moment. Could you either cut down to part-time hours or perform the same work as a freelancer or a remote subcontractor working fewer hours? Or could the company you're working for now actually become one of your customers. And if that's not going to work, then instead of just quitting the day job entirely to focus on the new business, can you do that in stages? I knew one person who quit his full-time job when he launched a new business, but he then got a job as a postman doing early morning deliveries so that he'd have the bulk of his day free to work on building the business. Having that separate source of income, it is so important in the early days. It gives you space for creativity. It lets you test out ideas without everything, including your house potentially, riding on them. But, and this is a really big but, at some point, if you're going to build business, then you need to decide to actually build that business. And the thing that often stops a business growing is the person who founded it. You are often your company's most limiting factor. And as a founder of a business, it's important that you recognize this and just get out of the way of your company's growth. If you are the bottleneck in your business, then you need to start letting go and building a business that can operate without you doing every single thing in it. And if you have proven that your business works, but you know it's being held back because it's just not your main focus, then you need to start clearing the board. So how do you know when it's time to do that? How do you know when it's time to quit the day job and go all in with your business in order to make it successful? Well, we've already touched on the answer. You don't give up the day job until you've already proven that the thing you are giving it up for actually works. In other episodes, I've mentioned the story of Innocent Drinks and the founder, Richard Reed, and two university friends, they were running a small business making fruit smoothies. 
And one day they decided to go all in. So they bought £500 worth of fruit and they took a stall at a London music festival. And above the stall, they put up a big banner that read, do you think that we should give up our jobs to make these smoothies? And they had two recycle bins for people's empty bottles. One bin had no written on the front and the other one had yes. And by the end of the day, that yes bin was overflowing. So they all resigned from their jobs and set up innocent drinks. Now, of course, it wasn't that straightforward. And they actually went through a really hard time in those early days. But it illustrates the point really nicely. They didn't quit their jobs when they had the idea. They didn't even quit their jobs when they started. They quit their jobs once they'd proven that they could sell what they were making and they had confidence that people wanted it. And not just their friends and family, but complete strangers. And that's the benchmark that you have to hit too. The very hardest point of any business is proving the idea. As one successful vegan business owner told me when I interviewed him, he said the job of any entrepreneur is to try and kill an idea as quickly as you can, to either prove or disprove the idea that you've got on your hands. Because why spend three to five years of your life on an idea that's always destined to be a dead end? So until you've proven that idea, you need to make sure that you keep hold of that income coming from somewhere else. And that gives you a real focus to your business. If you want to quit the day job, then put all of your time and resources into proving that your idea works so that you have the confidence to do it. And that isn't just having a business that works on paper. That means actually getting people to pay you money. That means proving that you can successfully find those customers. Vegan Business Tribe was not funded by our members in the first 12 months at all. It was funded by the other consultancy work that Lisa and I do. And that other work that gave us our income and it covered our bills and whatever was left over that went into proving the idea of Vegan Business Tribe. Could we first get people to sign up to a website for free? And then could we get people to actually take a paid membership? And then could we get enough members to build a business on? In fact, you could say that during that time, Vegan Business Tribe was just a very expensive hobby because it was costing us way more than we were earning from it. But Lisa and I knew that until we could prove all those things to ourselves that we had to keep our other sources of income coming in. But that just gave us a lot of focus because as much as we enjoyed the work we were doing with the other companies, and I have to say that in case some of them are listening, we loved doing Vegan Business Drive. It's where our hearts were. And we were able to put together a cash flow spreadsheet that showed us just how many members we needed to have as part of our Vegan Business Drive mission before we could give up the other work that we were doing. And once we had that number, then getting to it became our number one priority. So if you are thinking about quitting your day job, 
Do you have that figure worked out? Have you done your financials that will tell you at what point the company will be earning the bare minimum you need to cover your living costs? How many units a month do you need to be selling or how many customers on retainer do you need to get there? And then how does that translate to a date in the diary? Because if you extrapolate from your current sales and rate of growth, you should be able to use that data to give you a date when you can quit on your day job to focus on the business full time. And once you have that, that gives you your target. That gives you your energy and your focus to make it happen. In fact, you'll start doing everything you can to bring that date forwards. So if picking up two new customers a month means it's going to take a year until you hit the date where your figures say you can quit the day job, then what can you do to pick up four new customers a month to bring that date forward by six months? And if your projections actually show that your company will never reach that point, then what are you going to change in your business? And damn quickly. And you might say that I'm advocating being overly cautious here, but I've seen too many good businesses just give up simply because they ran out of either money or energy, and often just at the point when they were starting to work it all out. They burnt it all up in the early days because they went all in before they had proven that their business or their idea actually had a future. And I just don't want this to be you. Go all in once you get to the point where the only thing stopping your business from growing is the lack of your time, not a lack of customers loving your product. Do pop-up shops on a weekend to find your customer base before you commit to a three-year commercial lease. You can go from a full-time job to a part-time job to give you that extra time to further expand what you've already started growing. And then... When you're at the point when you're rushing home every night after your day job to fulfill all those orders, that's when you know that you've proven the concept and you've got a business that is worth all of your time. And this is equally important because business growth, it needs momentum. And if that momentum starts faltering because you don't have the confidence to make the leap, then that can be just as damaging to your business. If you are actually looking to grow a business, then you need to decide that you are going to grow that business. You just need to get out of your own way. And this is why you need to have that figure worked out and that date on the calendar. Base your decisions on hard facts and projections based on what income you need and be ready to make that move once you reach the line in the sand that says you can. Once you meet those projections, then make your move straight away. Don't still be undecided about giving up the day job in a year's time from now because the market, it will move on. And the momentum you built up that enabled you to hit that target in the first place, that's just going to fall off. Okay, so let's round this up. So if you're wondering if it's time to give up the day job, how do you make that decision? Let's go through some bullet points just to remind ourselves. So point one. Most businesses take at least 
two years until they get to the point where they can pay you a wage that you can live on. So you should factor that in when starting your business. And that might mean making other provisions for income for quite some time. But trust me, putting yourself under huge personal financial pressure that just makes for a terrible environment for trying to grow a business two you don't need to just quit your day job there is often a third way such as swapping out your current job for a part-time one to give you more time to focus on building your business or even taking on the company that you're currently working for as one of your first clients point three The first job of any entrepreneur is to prove or disprove your business idea as soon as you can. All your early energy should be spent on this. Why spend three to five years of your life on an idea that was always destined for a dead end? And until you have proven the idea, keep hold of that income coming in from somewhere else. Number four. Work out how many customers you need to be able to give yourself the bare minimum income that you need to take home. Then work out at your current acquisition rate how long it's going to take you to get there. That's your line in the sand. Put that date in the diary, then work on what you need to do to start pulling that date forwards. And point five, Momentum and energy are the most important things when growing a business. So once you hit that line in the sand, take action to keep that momentum going. Don't spend a year then trying to decide if you are giving up your day job or not. Commit to making the move when you hit the figure that you've set for yourself. And in fact, this podcast is quite timely. Because Lisa and I, we're actually at that time where we're asking the same question. Is it time to quit the day job? As I said earlier, Vegan Business Tribe, it's been funded from our other business activities. But we always had a figure in our spreadsheet of how many members we needed in order to give up the other work that we do and spend 100% of our time just helping you amazing people. And after having a huge influx of new members in January, I have to say that we're getting close to that figure. We're getting close to Lisa and I being able to just do Vegan Business Tribe full time. There is a date in the diary. So I guess I want to end this podcast with a very heartfelt question to you. And if you're already a member of Vegan Business Tribe, then you can answer this question in the community hub. Or if you're not, you can drop Lisa and myself an email on hello at veganbusinesstribe.com. But just like Innocent Drinks, should Lisa and I give up our day job and do Vegan Business Tribe full time? I would be genuinely interested to hear your answer. Okay, so that's it. And like I said, if you're not already a member, then do head over to the website because it's just a really exciting time for your company to get involved with Vegan Business Tribe at the moment. And we wouldn't just love you to be part of our journey, but we want to be part of yours too. 
the amount of opportunities that people have found through Vegan Business Drive is what's giving us all our energy. The amount of link-ups that we've seen, and even the success stories, we're still absolutely chuffed that one of our members got the job of Joey Carbstrong's cameraman through our community. But it's because of this that we really want to get as many vegan businesses on board as possible. We have proven that there is real strength when we come together as vegan businesses. There is strength in community. And I know that your vegan business will be more successful if you're part of this too. So just head over to the website at veganbusinesstribe.com, click on the big join button on the homepage, and you'll find out everything you get to access as a member. But also know that your support, it will be helping countless other vegan businesses too, who are all helping to bring about that vegan world. So thank you so much for your time. Lisa and I, I just can't say how much we appreciate you taking the time to listen every single week. And let me know if you think that we should give up our own day jobs to bring you Vegan Business Drive with 100% of our time and energy. And I will see you on the next one.